Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CADCAST number 82, the post-E3 wrap-up special. I'm your host, GPD, coming at you from a post-earthquake apocalyptic Tokyo. <laughs> and I'm Wombat and I'm itchy. You didn't see that. You can't compare. Your itchy doesn't compare with my post-earthquake apocalyptic Tokyo. I thought it was like a few miles north of you. Dude, all I know is <laughs> I come back from E3, right? The next, mm-hmm. the very, I come back Sunday night. Mm-hmm. The very next morning, Monday morning, uh, Mrs. Cheapy's off from work. We wake up. We're going to go get some pancakes, okay? Leave the apartment, walk out the front door of our apartment. We're waiting in like the little uh, elevator lobby there to go downstairs. You know, we're on mm-hmm. the we're on a high floor here, twenty sixth floor. All of a sudden, everything just starts shaking. Swaying, I think, is a better a better word. Sway- so you were in an elevator? No, 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 no. We were we were about to get into the elevator. Oh, okay, because that would have scared the crap out. No, no, you, don't worry. the The crap was sufficiently scared out of me. Oh, okay, good. I was like, because I've you know we've had a few earthquakes here before. This is probably the fourth or fifth earthquake. But usually it lasts, you know, like five seconds, and it's just like a little bit of swaying. This was a lot of swaying, and I'd say it lasted about a minute. And <sighs> stuff was like banging. Like there's, uh, you know, we were in the hallway, and they have like these fire doors, and they were just going like, some of them were going bang, 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 which made it even more scary. So I'm standing there. I'm like hugging Mrs. Cheevy, right, like a real pansy yeah I was gonna say. and i'm like okay everything's gonna be okay everything's gonna be okay and meanwhile I'm, I'm seeing like my life flash before my eyes i'm thinking i can't believe like i wasted you know 10 hours on a plane ride back here just to die the very next morning you know this is it this is the big one the whole building's going down um meanwhile i'm like you know i'm trying to like put on like a strong air about me but my heart is beating like a mile a minute and I know that like my wife can probably feel <laughs> feel my heart beating so fast. But eventually, like after a minute, it it stopped. And uh it was just like, Man, I'm a big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> was everything okay? Everything was fine, you know. We went we didn't get into the elevator right away. We went back into the apartment and turned on the TV because they're so you know, the earthquakes are so common here, they're really quick to get those updates yeah. up on TV. You know, as soon as, you know, in, you know, within 30 seconds, we were back in our apartment turning on the TV and they had a whole map on and they had exactly what the earthquake was on the on the magnitude scale and, you know, where it hit and what it, what the magnitude was, depending on where you lived. I think it was like a three in Tokyo, but like a six point eight or something, wherever it actually hit. At the uh, the nuclear power plant. <laughs> oh, God, man. I'll tell you. That's what it did. It hit a nuclear power plant. Did it really? Yeah. Oh. I don't I, how come I watch... I watch the news here. That's where I learned about this from. The only misplaced item in my apartment from the earthquake was my RoboCop gun fell off the top of the little display case that I have it sitting on. But uh, it was fine, of course. It's very solidly built, so we didn't have to worry about any damage. Yeah, so there, That was my... That was my unwanted excitement that I had coming back. From. It was a welcome home present from Great. from, from Tokyo. Yes, and I had a lot of people writing me asking me if I was okay. So thank you. Um, I didn't write you. 
you'll know like if there's a problem, you'll see like on the news like mass devastation. There won't be any doubt whether there's a problem, a major problem or not. If it's only like you see like 20 people injured, I'm probably not like one of those 20 people. Now that you said that, yeah. Next time there'll be one of those 20 people. <laughs> Great. Among the injured bald white guy. Film at 11. I, I look forward to uh, proving you correct. <laughs> okay, enough enough of the earthquake crap. I think what everybody wants to hear is uh, hear us talk about E3, Wombat. Oh, I thought you were going to say everyone wants to hear how my wife's birthday was. How, how was your wife's birthday? Was there any It was a lot of fun. It was yesterday. <laughs> yes, during the earthquake. During the earth? Well, you were at an earthquake. I was actually at a uh, hibachi restaurant. Oh, look at you. Which one? Uh, there's one on, where was it, 31st between Park and Madison? It's called Asia. A-J-I-A-I-A. Oh, that must be new. That's my hood. I would have known about that. That must be fairly new. Yeah. It was fun. It was good. We had a whole party room to ourselves in the back. Right. And uh, there was a good amount. There's like 12 of us. So we had, you know, a whole room. It was a good time. We just ate like pigs. Very cool. One more yeah. one more food-related story before we move on. On my uh, When I'm taking the bus back from Narita Airport uh, back home, I get a, I had a, I was checking my voicemail and I got a call from Alex, the... Uh, the pizza guy, the guy who's got his pizza shop on, oh, the, okay. on the island. Remember that guy? Now he's calling you? He's calling, now he's calling me. I gave him my card. So he oh called me. Yes. He, he bought a truck so that he can make pizza. He can be a mobile pizza shop. So he can drive into Tokyo and make pizza and sell it on the street. Why is he calling? Is he your friend now? Yeah, he's my buddy. I, I don't know. You went there once. Dude, when people meet me, first of all, there's not that many, you don't see that many Jew, uh, New York Jews, uh, you know, roaming the streets of Tokyo. That's true. So when we find each other, it's like, uh, you know, the stars aligning. <laughs> not really. I sort of made that yeah, up. Yeah, but, the Jewish stars. But you could hey. see. Hey. <laughs> there you go. It was just, fun, you know, whatever. We're, we're very, we have a lot of similar interests. Let's put it that way. So he's going to be selling pizza on the street. I thought that was awesome. He's going to graffiti the whole truck. He bought a white truck and uh, should be good time. So I look forward to reporting on the pizza mobile <laughs> soon. Please take some pictures. Yeah. So it's going to be probably a, a little while before it's operational. Anyway, Wombat. On to E3. Now, yes. did you watch some of my videos that I made? I watched some of the videos okay. you made, even though you didn't listen to my show. I was whatever. busy. I didn't. You were on the. You were on the. Uh, you were on a plane for 10 hours. But I couldn't sync my iPod because all my music is on my home computer, not my laptop. And then it would have like wiped out my iPod if I. Whatever, Captain Loser. What? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> all right. So. Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Yeah. Let's just start. You know, so if you listen to, if you watch my videos, you'll see how I sort of did things in like chronological order. Um, so I'm going to sort of do that again. But now we've got Wombat and more details. And no, you never heard about my Friday before. So all kinds of good stuff coming your way starting now. Waha! <laughs> okay. So Tuesday morning, here's how my Tuesday morning started. Uh, I was invited to go on the BBC to do an interview. This is while I'm still in Tokyo. Yes. And this is also the day that I'm leaving. So, 740. Now, is this BBC Europe or BBC? BBC, the Asia Business Report. Okay. So, it was only shown in Asia, only in Asia and the Middle East. Asia's pretty big, though, so I shouldn't be. uh, 
Yeah, no, it's a pretty big uh, area. So I did that, and it was sort of like a little E3 preview. I actually really talked about the Sony price drop because that was uh, that was the big news item over there. Mm-hmm. So did that, came back home, packed, got on a plane. Uh, I was pretty tired by then, but just in case, I, I took some Ambien. So I could, you know, it was very important that I sleep on the plane for the whole. How many? How many? How many Ambien? Yeah. Well, here's my new plan, mm-hmm. and it was successful on the way out, going out there. But coming home, it didn't do the trick for me. I took one 10 milligram Ambien. By the way, it's called MySli in Japan. Okay. Same, same thing. And same crap. So I slept, and then when they put the food down in front of me, I woke up. So in my like little Ambien haze, I ate the food. But then I took another Ambien because I figured it was safe because I was, you know, taking it with food. Yeah. And then that just pretty much knocked me out for the rest of the day. Yeah, that, that'll do it to you. Because yeah. I took one. I took, I've taken Ambien once. Right. One night. Yeah. It turned out to be one week. <laughs> you slept for a week? <laughs> pretty much. I am. I have like a very low tolerance to medication to begin with. Right. And, it, and Ambien's a pretty potent drug, actually. Yeah. Especially if you so take wh- twice the recommended dosage. Exactly. But, so uh, one Ambien. I took an Ambien once at 8 o'clock. I was asleep by 8.15. <laughs> That's good. I told you about the time how I almost didn't make it onto the plane. Did I ever <laughs> no. tell you that story? No. The The first time I ever – well, the second time I tried Ambien, uh, you know, the first time it didn't work for me. I took the 10 milligrams and it really did nothing. Mm. So the second time I decided to take it before I even got on the plane and instead of – you know, like we were re- we were about ready to board – so I t- and I took 20 milligrams. I took twice as much. And then they delayed the boarding like a few minutes. So as I'm walking onto the plane, the Ambien hits me like a ton of bricks. And everything just starts spinning like while I'm walking onto the plane. And I'm thinking It's not good. And I'm thinking, "Oh no, I'm going to pass out right in the aisle." And they will throw me off the plane. <laughs> Basically, that's how it would work. Yeah. That, that's how it would work. But I, I literally made it within like five seconds of putting my bag into the, the overhead compartment and my ass hitting the seat. And then I was just out for the entire That's awesome. <laughs> the entire duration. Okay, on to the show. I was <laughs> going to tell a story now myself. Forget it. About drug abuse? Yeah. Prescription when drug I was abuse. In, when I was in college. Yeah. Now, I don't recommend this. <laughs> right. We used to do these things called NyQuil races. <laughs> right. Where we each, I had three other roommates, and we would each do a shot of Nyquil, yeah, and sit on the couch, uh-huh. and the first person to fall asleep had to do the dishes the next day. <laughs> and you should see four people try to fight the effects of Nyquil. That must be really it, funny. It's, it's such a bad, it's a losing battle no I matter bet. what. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Full of entertainment. I don't recommend that, okay. children. Right. Okay, on to E three Wombat because. We got That's a why lot people are listening. To talk yeah, about. I'm sure you you were following the show closely. I was. Okay, good. That'll make my job easier. So, BBC, blah blah blah. Get on the plane, pass out. Get to Santa Monica. I got some business to take care of, some banking stuff to do. Pick up my passes and whatnot. So Tuesday by Tuesday afternoon, I was ready to get a few beers, and I was fully rested. So that was good. That's so good. I, I went over to the IGJA party. That's the International Game Journalist Association. How'd you get in? They let anybody in. There's no, it's, oh, okay. it's not, no invite required. 
So that was really fun. Credentials required. Right. So this is Tuesday afternoon, late afternoon. I had I met up with the joystick guys, eat a delicious BLT, um, met a lot of people, met the gay gamer guys, met met up with the destructoid guys, um, a lot of guys. (laughs) Yeah, I said meeting. So it sounds. So Tuesday night was the Microsoft press conference, and. you know, I was at this bar for a little while, and then the Destructoid guys showed up, like I said, and I was hanging out with them, and they said they would give me a ride over to the Microsoft uh, conference. Now, they were eating dinner and wound up running pretty late, so while they were showing, you know how, like, before the press conference, well, maybe you don't know, before the press conference started, they were showing, like, this little uh, presentation of all gamer tags sort of flying around yes, the screen. Yes, I, I did watch that. Oh, you saw that, so you saw my gamer tag. Yes, I did. I didn't see You're, my gamer tag. I was I saw it. me. Ron Workman and I were busy uh, pissing on a wall in a parking garage while that was taking place. <laughs> and yet, I think what you were doing was probably more effective. <laughs> right, maybe more interesting. It was. It yeah, relieved yeah. pressure in my bladder, and that's always good. So we wound up getting stuck in traffic in the parking garage because there were so many people trying to get out of the parking garage. So we missed like the first ten minutes of the press conference. But uh, we managed to get a good seat anyway. So what you think of the Microsoft press conference? You watched the whole thing, right? No, I didn't watch the whole. It's like two no. hours long. I was. You watched, yeah. you watched the meat of it? Or you no, I, watched, I watched the trailers afterwards. Oh, okay. So you saw the highlights. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't you I just lied and said that you watched the whole thing? No, I never said I watched the whole thing. Well, saying, I just said I, I read up on what was, what was going on. I right. never said I watched the whole no. thing. I was saying it might have been better if you did just lie. Why and would say, I want to watch the whole thing? Okay. That's see. These are the advantages of not going to E three. Right. I could skip through the the really boring crap. Right, right. I was kind of drunk for it, so it was okay for me. But so we both had the same impressions of the. Well, I don't know. I find like all you know. Generally speaking, these press conferences. I don't know. I'm not really sure like what the point is. I guess the point is to get you to get everybody excited about you know what's coming out for that particular system. Uh, talk about their high points, but you know you you sort of got to be programmed to sort of see through all the bullshit. Yeah, which I don't know. I'm not that affected by these press conferences anymore, and I'm not sure how really important they are. So, what were your impressions of the Microsoft one? I'm trying to think what I, like what stood out for me during my because I, you know, I downloaded the demos. Yeah, they didn't show they didn't show anything surprising. I think that was the the most surprising thing is that there were really no surprises in the Microsoft press conference. Nope. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm trying, I'm like you said it, and I like aren't I supposed to say something that jumped out of me that was really exciting and interesting? And I'm like, hmm, but, yeah. I'm more excited for Fable Two than I probably was before E3. Does that count? No, because they, they didn't even show it during the press conference, did they? I know. No, not during the run. I don't no. think so. Not during the press conference. There was conference. no price drop. Everybody was expecting a price drop. Uh, Michael Pactor said that he thought the reason they didn't announce a price drop at the show was because it was too close to the um, to the billion-dollar loss they announced, the charge they're taking to repair all the Xbox 360s, and it would make it seem like they had an inferior product. That makes sense. I can understand where he's coming from in that. Could that be. and also, I mean, you don't really want to announce I, unless, well, I'm like, you know, because Sony announced one the same day. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that could. By the way, speaking of uh, broken Xbox 360s, don't tell me yours broke. All right, I won't tell you. Did it really? It broke the night before I left 
uh, Japan. No. Yep. What red, happened? Three red rings. No. No. No warning. Just we went. I turned it on. We were gonna watch some Battlestar Galactica, uh, streamed off my computer. It never loaded up. It died peacefully in its sleep. It just came on. Three red rings. And it's a shame because they're so hard to find in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just going to buy, like, I don't know what to do. First of all, I tried the towel trick last night. Oh, yeah? Or yesterday. And I set up my camera and I was going to do this whole video. And I did it all. And then it didn't work. But then I, so then I, then I realized that I didn't have the, the cable plugged in, the video cable plugged in right in the back. And oh. then it and then it worked. Oh. But at that point I had already filmed the video and I didn't want to go back and like film like a phony ending. <laughs> you know? I just you know, slam it was lame. That's not my style. Yeah. So meanwhile, it only works like once in a while. Like most of the time when I turn it on it doesn't work. But sometimes I get a little surprise and it'll turn on. So I don't know what to do. I don't wanna buy an I think I'm just gonna buy a Japanese core system. I can get it for less yeah. than two hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, then just get a Japanese core, put yeah. your hard drive on it, and call it a day. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. So, okay, back to the Microsoft press conference. Got a little uh, derailed there with my. Well, uh, that's big news, though. I mean, that's bigger news than anything they said at the press conference. It's yeah. I mean, it's just almost everybody I know now, including myself, has a broken has at least uh, one broken 360. Shipwreck, yeah, I think, I, is. The only guy that I've played with that I way to doom Shipwreck. Shipwreck, yeah, right. He's he's next on the list. He's so next. It happens with that Yeah, warning. I've gone through two, so yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sad. The one I have now is a is a different one than the one I sent in. Yeah. So I mean, what else is there to say about the about the Microsoft press conference? Uh, the uh, oh, the other the Falcon. Yeah, but they didn't is talk it? about that at the press conference, did they? No. I thought they did. The Falcon no. is the nah. That was just like a news story that they, you know, that they're gonna be making these sixty-five mm-hmm. nanometer three sixties. You know, with the smaller chips, One, and, ones that probably won't break down. That's basically right, right. But they're not gonna call it the Falcon. That's just like the internal code name for it. It's just gonna be. You know, they're not, I know, but I like calling it the Falcon. It reminds me of War Games. <laughs> it should come preloaded with tic tac toe. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so what else did they talk about? We they showed uh, a couple of games, but you know we're gonna talk about the game specifically later. So after the press conference, uh, I went out with the Destructoid guys. I met oh I met uh, Scott Rubin on the way from All Games Radio, who was broadcasting live with a helmet cam. Very nice. I met all the All Games guys. I met uh, Scott, Bobby Blackwolf, uh, Lawrence, Jessica, the whole the whole posse there. And, and, you know, that was fun. Uh, so we went out drinking. And then, let's see. So then after, <laughs> we, we went out to a bar, actually, uh, you know, in Santa Four Monica. midgets and a prostitute later. No, no, no. So I hung out maybe till like, 1 o'clock with the Structoid guys. And they were all tired. Uh, so they, we, I walked out of the bar with them. And as I'm walking out of the bar with them, because they're ready to go home, who do I see? But uh, Sundance and the MLG uh, Pro Posse. And Sundance is drunk. They are all ah. might be drunk. And they grab me and they pull me right back into the very same bar that I just walked out of. Nice. Sundance was just coming back from the Kill Zone 
event that I was not invited to. Oh, yeah, but he's a real celebrity now, right? right. Or yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, so Sony strung me along pretty good, you know, making me hold out hope that uh, I was going to get an invite, but it didn't happen. So whatever, you know, no, no hard feelings. I told you, you have to start dating Hillary Duff, otherwise forget it. Sundance said that <laughs> I saw. I'm like, how's Killzone? How's Killzone? Sundance is pretty negative. He's a pretty uh, pessimistic guy, so he said it sucked. And I was like, what? I'm like, it didn't suck. I mean, it could have been like not that exciting, but I'm sure it didn't suck. And he's like, no, it sucked. So I'm sure it doesn't suck, by the way. I'm sure. I saw the video. It looked pretty good. It looked okay. So Sundance is, we started talking about everything. Sundance, you know, starts talking about the Wii and how the Wii is just, you know, selling so many and he's, they're going to sell 40 million Wiis. And, and he also says what he asked me a question. He goes, what's, the biggest video game franchise out there. What's the most important video game franchise? Wombat, do you want to take a guess? The most important? Yeah, in terms of moving systems, moving you know, software units. Uh, hmm. You won't get it. You're not going to get it. I won't get it. No. Tetris, what? Pokemon. 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 And now think about it. Pokemon, when it came out for the DS, they had over half a million pre-orders for Pokemon in the in America. Yeah. In America. And who knows how many of those people bought their DS when they bought their Pokemon. So he's like, you know, the Wii is when when the Wii gets their real Pokemon game, you know, not the not the sort of this one that just came out, which is basically the DS version, but on yeah, on the Wii, he's like, when they get like this, you know, online RP, real RPG, MMO type system, it it's gonna rock everybody's world. And then he goes on to talk about, you know, we start talking about broken Xbox 360s, and he's like, so every Xbox 360 is defective. Microsoft, you know, is prepared to fix every Xbox 360. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, think about it. You know, they take this billion-dollar charge, right, which everyone knows Microsoft is, is extending the warranties for three years, and it's going to cost them a billion dollars in repairs. They're expecting a billion dollars. So how many Xbox 360s are out there, Wombat? Do you know? You told me the other day, but, you yeah. Know, it's about 10 million. I'll, I'll be damned if I remember. Okay, let's, okay it's so about 10 million. million. Let's say 10 million. It's a nice round number, okay? Yes. So now, how much do you think I'm it costs? I'm waiting for someone to post. It's actually nine million well, nine hundred thousand ninety-two. It's probably somewhere between uh, ten and eleven, or not, or yeah. you know, nine yeah. to eleven. Okay, how much do you think it costs to repair an Xbox 360? Include the shipping charges uh, and labor. Well, and shipping stuff is like probably that. we'll say at the most, say let's say thirty dollars. Okay, each way. So I mean, total, total, right, both ways. Sixty bucks, we'll say. Okay, you think sixty bucks or maybe that's and that's overshooting it. It's heavy, and they ship it like yeah, it's three day, three day. It's got to be. It probably is like at least twenty five dollars each way. I mean, it's the thing is heavy. Okay, so let's say fifty bucks for that, and maybe fifty bucks for actual uh, repair labor parts. Okay. So let's say a hundred dollars. Let's be conservative. Uh, it may cost less than that since the repairs actually don't take place in this country. Right. Okay. So let's say around a hundred dollars total. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ten million consoles times a hundred dollars is one billion dollars. So Microsoft is prepared to fix all these consoles. 
Because they all break. Because they all at least have some defect, which could cause them to break. They all have the same defect. So yeah. that's pretty heavy duty right there. Sundance rocked yeah. my world with uh, with all these uh, conversations. Do you think it would make... Well, I mean, uh, well, would it be... It wouldn't be less expensive, I guess, at this point. I guess they just have to keep fixing them and putting in the... I mean, I wonder if mine has the big fan in it. What could they do? Oh, when they when they send it back to you? Yeah, when they sent it back. It's not a fan. It's a heat sink. It's like a piece whatever. of metal. Yeah. It's like metal I wonder tubing. If it, whatever it is. If it's in there or not. I mean, I'm not going to bust it open to look. Right, right. <laughs> good, good idea. <laughs> yeah. You okay. Know, I have a... Mine was made in February 07. All right. Well, we'll see. I'm not going to buy an... I mean, I don't know if I'm going to buy an American one again. I'm definitely not buying one until I'm sure I'm getting the... Now, will your hard drive work on a Japanese Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all the, okay. it's the same hardware. It's just the, the only difference is the region know. the region locking for the DVDs and the games. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to screw up your... Nah, nah. It doesn't matter. The hard drive okay. doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm so. just... I'm looking out for you. It's so cheap. I'll just buy one anyway. Like, I don't care. Huh. Plus, Bomberman's coming out this week. I know. Gotta get it. I I played it too. It's so good. Is it good? Oh, it's so good. I didn't play. You know, I just played single player. Um, but man, I can't even imagine how good that's going to be. Eight players online, ten bucks. Great deal. I'm all I'll over that. Pick that up. Yeah, then. you gotta. You gotta get it. I gotta. You gotta. It's. it's I command thee. Gotta. I command thee. I okay, majored in. I told you I majored in Bomberman, uh, and bong hits in college. Nice. I I majored in NyQuil and Star Fox, so I guess it all bounces. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. So that was it. That was it for my Tuesday. I got back to the hotel, you know, maybe like 2.30 or so in the morning and um, didn't really sleep that much because of the jet lag. Next morning was Nintendo. Nintendo, Nintendo. Press, the Nintendo press conference. Conveniently located across the street from my hotel, the Doubletree. Uh, oh, where such nice. uh, celebrities were staying as the uh, the entire Kotaku crew and the uh, Ziff Davis uh, posse were, were there as well. So I met Shu. Was he nice to you? Yes, he was nice to me. He was nice even nicer to me after. Well, he wasn't. I mean, he was. I don't think he knew who knew me at all. But I introduced myself uh, while I was checking in, and uh, I saw him after the Nintendo press conference. And oh, and then he kissed your butt. He didn't kiss my butt, but he said he said, "Oh, that was cool." He's like, "To see you there, that was that was pretty cool, by the way." That yeah, you must have been stoked. Now they told me. So if, for I, those of you who don't know yeah. what I'm talking about, Nintendo had these different montages during their press conference where they showed different uh, videos from the community, stuff from YouTube and whatnot, and they showed my part of my Hori DS stand video where I talked about how I was studying kanji on the DS. They just used, like, it was about five seconds, and my big mug was full, basically full screen in the, you know, in the press conference. And, you know, they told me, you know, I had to sign a release form and stuff. So they told me I was going to be in it. Um, or they said they were thinking about using me, and then, you know, our PR, our PR contact told me he saw me in the video. So then I knew I was really sure I was going to be in it. But he told me it was going to be on before the actual press conference. Which uh, PR contact? The one that Rob, I know or Rob, a different one? Rob. Oh, it was Rob. Oh, cool. Okay. So he told me it was going to be like the, you know, before the press conference actually started. And when that video came and went, I was like, oh, damn. I told a bunch of people I'm going to be in the conference. And now I look like an ass. 
But uh, sure enough, they had many of those. They had a lot of those different types of videos. And I, I was in the one where they were talking about how old people use their DS or use their Wii uh, or DS. Uh, you're yeah. old people. Yeah, I know. But uh, it was really cool. You can catch it on video uh, on YouTube. Uh, if you just search on Google for GPD Rocks Nintendo, you'll find it. And people cheer it even. Well, that's because, you know, you hear it loud because you were there filming it, weren't you? No, that's not why. That's not why. Yeah, why? It was the whole crowd erupted in thunderous applause. Oh, for you. Not just the people standing around you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the ticket. So, Uh did you watch the Nintendo press conference at all? I watched you in the Nintendo press conference. That's it, that's it. Well... They didn't, they were, I'm you telling know, you, that's why I don't go to these things. I would fall asleep. No, well, it was okay. They basically tooted their own horn and talked about, you know, this is why we're successful. This is why we're going to continue to be successful. And these are the games that we have coming out that uh, are going to reinforce our strategy of, you know, expanding the market and all. But we're not forgetting about the, you know, the hardcore gamer either. And, you know, they showed like, uh, you know, some of their games. And I got to play a lot of the Nintendo games. Um, What'd you play? I played every. Well, we'll talk about it later. Oh, excuse me. We'll talk Mr. about Hotshot. it later. I'm going down my schedule here. I see. Okay. So after the Nintendo press conference, we all lined up, uh, waited for the bus to head over to the Sony press conference. And uh, right behind me online was Michael Pactor. Really? Video game analyst extraordinaire. And he came up to me and he was like, He's like, man, when I saw you on the screen at Nintendo, I was, he was like, I was so excited. I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> but uh, that was really cool, and he was really nice. I talked to him for a little while. I'm looking forward to uh, he's coming to Tokyo Game Show. Oh, cool! So we're gonna. He's like, oh, he's like, I want you to be my to be be my guy at Tokyo Game Show. He's like, usually I, I hang out with like the Nintendo and Sony guys. He's like, but you know, they're no fun. We should have him on the show again. Yeah, absolutely. Now that we met, and I told him that you said uh, hello and that you were oh, in, good. that you were in his office in New York. Oh, what did he say? He's like, yeah, I heard about that, and he's like, yeah, I heard talked to someone in my office, and they said that so and so was here, and you know, used your real name, and he was mm-hmm. like, I don't know who that is, and then he was <laughs> like, oh, and then the woman was like, you know, wombat, and he was like, oh yeah, wombat. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah, he's he's really nice, and you know. He's cool. Cool guy. Because I have a I have a client in the office next door to them, and I'm going to be back there in like a week. Oh, cool. So I'm going to stop poke my head back in again. He's not a stuffy analyst type of guy, you know. Yeah. He's like a laid back California analyst, video game analyst. Definitely. Very cool. So okay, so that well, then we went over to Sony, got got to eat some of their food there, which was nice. Had a nice spread out there, and. Uh, Oh, I met up with Alon from uh, Chatterbox Radio. Cool. And you were on his show once. Yes, I was. And you know the Sony the Sony press conference. I thought it was it was good. Like I don't think any of these press conferences stood out more than the other. Maybe the Microsoft one was the weakest by a little bit, just because they didn't announce anything new, and it's not exactly like they've been. Uh, rocking the video game world with uh, success. I mean, they've been successful, but they, you know, they haven't been that successful. Nintendo has basically is going to overtake them in Wii sales, you know, any minute now. There's they've Nintendo's already sold like 9 million Wiis. Well, you still can't find them. I know. 
So my my current employer wants to put a Wii in the showroom. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? So we have something to do during downtime. Oh, okay. So That's Sony, fine. you know, Sony unveils the new PSP. What do you think? I held it in my hands. It was, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, held it. it's definitely lighter. It's not. I don't think it's the redesign that everybody was sort of hoping for. I mean, oh, video really? video out and thirty three percent lighter. And, you know, expanded battery life and some more memory for faster loading times. I don't know. So it sounds like good things to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, were... I'm actually debating now if I'm going to pick one up. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, hmm. I don't know. People were, I think people were hoping for, like, you know, included memory. You know, maybe like four gigs of memory or something like that. Mm, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. But memory sticks aren't that expensive now. No. They, they, I was going to say, but those aren't like a fortune. No. So, I mean, it was okay. Um, what else did they talk about? They talked about how, I guess, Haze is going to be an exclusive, at least, you know, Metal Gear. Now they're saying Metal Gear Solid is an exclusive. Well, they're saying Metal Gear Solid, whatever the uh, witty subtitle is, you know, is you an mean? exclusive. It's Metal oh. Gear Solid for sons of the uh, sons of your daughter's grandma's oh, so American might, apple pie. So Xbox might get one a year later that has a different name. Exactly, saying? it'll be called Metal Gear Solid Four. Let's eat cake or whatever they're gonna call it. There's this pr- presentation today in Tokyo. Reboot your face. That's what it'll be called. Metal Gear Solid Four. Reboot your face. Kojima was on. Uh, Kojima is going to be demoing the game today in Tokyo, but uh, yeah. I just didn't have enough time to. Get that together. Get so there actually game. is gameplay footage of that game? I, not yet, but I guess there will be soon. I was going to say, because until I see gameplay footage, I don't actually believe the game exists. I did meet uh, uh, Ryan Payton from Kojima Studios okay. on the plane on the plane going out there. Uh, he he uh, came over to me and we talked for a little bit. Um, yeah, I would have liked to maybe go to that thing today, but couldn't do it. Just don't... <laughs> Don't have time to to make it happen. So what else did we get? They talked about how they're using the Unreal Engine. They showed off Home. It was okay. Like I don't know. Like I wasn't particularly impressed with any of the press conferences. So after that, after the Sony press conference, I headed over to EA. Okay. And I got to check out. Uh, I had my EA appointment at the hotel. Oh, cool. Got to check out uh, Rock Band. Did you play it? Yes. And. It was, you know, obviously this game is going to be re- a lot of fun. I mean, there's no question about it. It's Guitar Hero, but you can play with drums and sing. And, you know, this announcement that they're going to have every week, they're going to have new downloadable content. But at what cost? Including full albums. But how much? I don't know. How much can they charge for a full album? Uh, it depends on who you ask. What do you if think? You go by, uh, if you go by Guitar Hero pricing... Gonna well, cost an arm and a leg. What do you think? I'm thinking fifteen to twenty dollars. I would say album. fifteen bucks for a full album may not be because then you're getting like about a dollar a song. You think that's too cheap? I think it's a good price, right. but I don't think it's. You I think don't twenty think is more likely. Yeah, I don't think it's realistic. Mm. It's ideal, but not realistic. How's the, that for an answer? Yeah, the drums. I played on the drums and on the guitar. Unfortunately, like my monitor wasn't synced right, so it was really hard. You know how you can get like that lag on the LCD monitors? Oh, that sucks. And I didn't realize it until after I was done. But I thought I was just retarded, or jet lagged, or a combination of the two, or so, all three, or all three. So uh, it was fun. 
I had a good time with that, and I did uh, Tom Sawyer and Won't Get Fooled Again. Oh, cool. So, On the drums or on the guitar, or both? I did one on the guitar and one on the drums. I did Tom Sawyer on the drums and the other and one on the guitar. Can, can you use your Guitar Hero guitar on this or no? I believe that you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Because if I can so. use if I could use my Guitar Hero guitar, then I'll pick it up. But I really don't need another right fake electronic guitar in my house. What about a wireless fake electronic guitar? Yeah, no, no, I don't need it. Oh. I don't need it. Okay, I yeah, just, I'll be honest with you. I'm, you know, when I, when all this news comes out about Rock Band, you know, the only thing I can think about is, man, Guitar Hero, you know, Activision really blew it. They had a chance when Guitar Hero Two came out for Xbox 360. To show, you know, the support for the game with a lot of downloadable content. And we were, I think a lot of us were expecting that. Because we kept hearing about downloadable content. It's even on the box. I'm pretty sure. And what do we get? Wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. Hold on a second. I'll wait. La, 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 and more. Be a practice of enjoyment. Download more on Xbox Live. Right. With Xbox Live, grab new songs, themes, and picture packs. Download exclusive songs, which hasn't happened yet. Right, actually. exactly. Exactly my point. So we're expecting great stuff uh, via downloadable content. What do we get? We get song packs from Guitar Hero 1. At, at inflated prices. At inflated prices. We can't even pick and choose the songs we want. So now here comes Rock Band. They're announcing... New stuff every week. It's gonna, you know, full albums. They've got, uh, you know, they have a music board of advisors to choose the songs. I mean, you know, Activision might have been uh, thinking, hey, maybe we should have bought Harmonix instead of uh, Red Octane. And also, here comes the other question. The other question you really have to ask yourself is, how much are they going to produce before this game comes out? So, how much are they holding back? Well, who? EA, how oh, much EA? is not going to be on your sixty dollars disc? That's a that's good already, question. That's sort that's of already, their, yeah, they're good at yeah. that. That's their that's their that's their style. That's their mo is to make a lot of content and not release it on the game. Yeah, but it's already before the game comes out in stores. It right. could be on the disc. Regardless, I'm buying it anyway. So it doesn't of course really, you doesn't are. really matter what they do. Okay, so so that's okay, so that was Rock Band. I also saw Army of Two. I worked on that. What do you, you worked on the voices? Yeah. Very cool. Hey. So that game looks good. You know, it's all about the online co-op with that game. Jump in, you know, jump in, jump out, online co-op. Uh, looks like a lot of fun. Not not particularly revolutionary. Didn't impress me all that much. You know, there's a lot. Of, it seems like there's a bunch of co-op games coming out this year. Um, but it looks, it looks good, and it looks like I I'm like sure, co-op. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's going to sell well, and it looks good, but it didn't totally blow me away. Like, I was... Nothing about that game blows me away. Okay, yeah. It, it looks it looks solid, but, you know. It doesn't bit. look like something I need to run out and spend $60 on the day it comes out. Maybe not. Maybe not. Especially not at the time of year it's coming out. Right. I also played um, a Boogie for the Wii. That's the rhythm karaoke game. Mm-hmm. Seems like it could be fun. I mean, you know, it, that's you know talking about not getting blown away, but uh, you know, I think they could sell a bunch of those. You know, you well, basically the we need we needs games that right, can sell a bunch. Right, we needs games. Period. We needs game. So you know, you basically you move the the Wiimote back and forth, 
uh, and you can do it. You just do it in beat with the song. There's, you know, you can do it in any position you want to, up, down, left, or right, as long as you know you're on tempo. And then you can, you know, you can. There's a karaoke mode where it'll record your voice, and it looks like a fun party type game, you know. Yeah. Also saw the Simpsons game. Oh, and. And that looks pretty good. Like another game that's not particularly, you know, it's not going to be revolutionary, but graphically speaking, you know, it looks like you're playing. It's the closest we've come to look like you're playing the actual TV show. It's that's got, cool. They've recorded a ton of voice work for the game, and there's a lot of jokes in the game. And it's like a gamer's game in that it pokes fun at the video game industry. You know, it had, there's a lot of video game cliches in it, and the comic book guy comes out. Yeah, I saw that yeah. online. So it looks like it could be it could that. be fun. Um, did that have online play? I don't think so. Nah. Don't hold me to that, but I don't think it does. Well, that reminds me. I guess next week would be the big week to find out if they're actually going to release, uh, try and get, release the old arcade game before the movie comes out. Oh, the movie's coming out? Yeah, the movie comes mm-hmm. out next week. I doubt it at this point. Right. Um, Sad. Also, I saw Skate. Which is oh. EA's answer to Tony Hawk. Which, I'm assuming it involves skating. Yes. It looks... You Not know, the fish. No, it looks like it's a it's a more realistic version of Tony Hawk. I mean, they don't... You could tell, like, the, the producer or the developer of the game who I spoke to, like, he didn't want to call it, like, a simulation. And they, they I think they don't, you know, they don't want to be labeled as such. But clearly the the physics are more realistic. That actually sounds kind of boring. Well, I said more realistic. I mean, yeah, but as soon as you say, it's realistic and uses real physics in right. your Right, that's why they game. don't want to say that. I mean, they, that's, it sounds slow. Right, and that's why they don't want to say that, and they won't say that. But I'm saying that it is more, it's closer to being real. But, you know, if you're tired of Tony Hawk, which a lot of us are because, you know, there's been eight games. Um, this, more than that. Okay. So this one, uh, maybe... Uh, a step in the right direction for people. Definitely worth a look. Definitely graphically, it looks good. Very cinematic looking. Cool game. Cool. So after that, I headed over to Sony. Mm-hmm. And had my appointment there, where I got to sit down and play Little Big Planet. Oh, how's that? With the developers, Little Big Planet is awesome. I mean, the one word I would use to describe it is actually brilliant. It's a brilliant really? game. It's never been done before. It's it's definitely not a Mots, you know. Everything everything works just as you'd expect it to. You you know, you have total customization of like the game worlds. It's if the game when the game comes out next year and if it can deliver on 80% of what they promised, it's going to be huge. Am I going to like it? It's awesome. It's just like the whole time I was playing it, I just had a huge shit-eating grin on my face. Cool. You know, it's just, it's fun. It reeks of fun. They should Is put it going to sell? I think it'll sell because it'll appeal to all ages. It has a very cartoony look to it. Well, so, is that going to appeal to all ages, or are people going to look at it and go, oh, it's a kid's game and pass no, by? No, because I think when by the word of mouth is just going to be amazing for this game, and the whole community aspects yeah. of it are really T- exciting. Tell that to the Rare developers that worked on Viva Pinata. 
Well, it, they're different games, though. It doesn't come across necessarily as a kid's game. I'm not saying it's the same game. I'm just... Yeah, perception I know what you're is, uh, is a mighty, mighty thing. I think if they can... If they... You know, it depends on how they market it. You know, yeah, Viva Pinata was marketed as a kid's game. The game could be great. Game. Yeah, and it's, it's going to really come down to how... On marketing, and it's going to be a hard game to market. Remember, Viva Pinata, they had a whole marketing tie-in with a, ch- a children's cartoon, right? A Saturday morning cartoon. The cartoon's still on. It's still on. Well, that surprised me. So, I know, Little Big Planet, I mean, it's just awesome. I, I can't wait for that game. That's my most anticipated. It's my second most anticipated game overall. Definitely my most anticipated PS3 game. And really? the reason why it's not number one is just because it's not coming out this year. So I Ah, know. that's a good reason. Good reason. I'll take that as a good reason. Okay. Also from Sony, I saw... I saw the uh, Uncharted. That's what it's called. Drake's Fortune. The one that the name. Ah, oh, how is it? It's you know it looks okay. Uh, you know I mean it looks good graphically, but I don't know. It, you know like it's another Tomb Raider type game. I think. And we got in trouble for saying that last time. We're not allowed to say that again. Well, I got in trouble for it because I, well, I couldn't think of the name of it when I did my little video. No, I mean it looks okay. You know, look after you see Little Big Planet, everything starts to look like the same game over and over again. You know, after you see a game that is just so original, it's, you know, genre busting. Genre busting. Yeah, it's its own entity. It's its own genre. It's user. It's a user-created content platformer co-op extravaganza. So when you see a game that's basically Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider in, uh, you know, high definition and it's a guy... You know, maybe a little more combat-oriented. I don't know. It's hard to get impressed. And, you know, the same thing happened. I'm going to get in trouble for this, too. You know, when I checked out Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, hey, it's Ratchet and Clank in high definition. See, that excites me, though. It was just, you know, it just... I can't wait for that game. Little Big Planet just put things in perspective, and it sort of raised the bar for me. A lot of other games. So now I'm uh, very intrigued for this. I have to wait a year, though. Is that? Like- yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But it's just it's just for so sure. fun, and everything works. It's just it works just as they show you in the videos. I'm I'm back to Little Big Planet, by the way. You know when you're putting like the little stickers yeah, on know. everything and building the environment. I mean, it doesn't look like the game is that far away. That's what I'm saying. Why so far? Because probably the infrastructure of the community stuff is no. probably going to be complicated, especially since. You know, the PlayStation Network is not exactly the most robust thing out there. Yeah, it's true. But it's just it's so fun. Cool. <laughs> it's so fun. Can't wait to play that again. I mean, yeah, I didn't want to stop playing. I'm glad to hear it. Okay. So after Sony, I'm saying, was that all I did on at Sony? Uh, pretty much, I think so. Like, their appointment was sort of, you basically walk into this small room in a in a hotel. It was like you know one of their small ballrooms, and they had different game stations, and they had Heavenly Sword there. And I had Did played play that Lair? before. I'd played Layer before. You know, Layer is seems pretty. It seems pretty good, but you know, it's got, it's another one of these games with a motion control. Yeah, it might Maybe get you saw old pretty soon. Killzone with gameplay quick, I mean. footage. Yeah, that looked okay. It didn't blow me away. Well, you know, a good first-person shooter is needed on the uh, on the console. Yeah, it could be, and that's you know, when's that coming out? That's not coming out this soon, year. Soon, I thought it is this year. Ish. 
I don't know. Mm. Now you say it, and now you doubt me. You yeah, make I me doubt know. myself. We'll see. Well, well, you know, I'm not down on. I'm not down on any of these games. It's just you sort of put, like I said, you put things in perspective when you see a game like Little Big Planet. It's just yeah. the bar is raised, my friends. The bar is raised. <laughs> so after Sony, I headed over to the Barker Hangar, where I had an appointment with Activision. Got to uh, check out Call of Duty Four. Didn't get to play it. That was like one where they just demo it for you. But that game looks really good. You know, Call of Duty is is always known for their immersive like battle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. shit blowing up all around you. And that this looks like it's going to continue the trend. And if you saw in the Microsoft press conference, they're also going to have levels where it's just like you and another guy, and you're doing. I don't want to say stealth, but like subtle infiltration. And that, that I could deal with. That as long looks, as it's not full on stealth. Yeah, it's though. not. And it looked cool because the the guy who's like your commander or partner, or whatever, he's giving you instructions and the instructions seemed relevant. You should watch the demo from the press conference. I will. I'll check it out. Yeah, it looks so, really cool. So that's worth checking out and the modern era doesn't take yeah, away. No, from... it looks it looks very solid. I mean, yes, it's more of the same, but it does look graphically graphically it looks a lot better than Well, than you know, we've said it one. before. I mean, more of the same isn't always a bad thing no, when it's, it's not. more of the same. When more of the same is done right, it's usually the best stuff out there. It's just it's just a little hard to get excited about it sometimes. Yeah, no, I it's I have no interest in spending $60 on another Call of Duty game. Right. But would I know once that game drops to the $30 range that I'm getting a quality for my $30? Yeah. Right. Uh, I also, there there you go. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but, you know, got to put everything in perspective. So I also saw too much else coming out. Yeah. Yeah. So I also saw the new Tony Hawk game and it looks like they, they too are trying to make things a little more realistic and it looks, it doesn't look that dissimilar from skate. They're putting in like an RPG type system where, you know, your stats go up based on, you know, what moves you're doing. It's got like this video editing thing, like a pretty in-depth video editor. Where you can, you know, edit your skate videos and upload them and stuff. So Tony Hawk is looking good too. Um, Guitar Hero. Is it 3- time for Tony Hawk to just be put out to pasture as a game franchise? It's just it's a you know they sell, so they're not going to put it out to pasture. Do they really? I thought the last few just did didn't sell very well at all. Well, I don't know. I think I didn't sk- think it was selling anymore. Skate might do. You know, it's, it'll be interesting to see the battle between Skate and Tony Hawk because. Both games look very solid, and you know Tony Hawk's got, you know, got the name, but Skate's got the, you know, they're the new kid on the block, so that might that might help them. So, you know, the hangar, the Barker hangar, was basically the show floor, mm-hmm. and you had to get on a shuttle and you know, like about twenty minute ride to the Barker hangar. Um, all the companies had small booths there where you could play the games, infinitely better than. You know, the last show year. floor than last year. I mean, it's infinitely smaller, but there's just so, there's just like not that many people there. And that's always better because we hate people. Yeah. And you don't want to be butts to nuts with everybody. You want to, you want to <laughs> be able to, and you want to be able to hear the people who are talking to you. So, and hear the games. And hear the games. So, after I checked out Activision and uh, talked to a few people, I headed back to the hotel. I was going to go to this Bethesda party, but. I was just so exhausted because I I really didn't sleep the night before. I can't believe you blew my chance to get a connection. I just couldn't. 
I couldn't do it, dude. I was just so exhausted. Was I was jet lagged. I was hungover. I only had like an hour. No, it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Well, I basically I I popped an Ambien and I slept the whole night and it just like it saved my life basically because I felt like ass. So Thursday morning, I wake up. This is my big Microsoft uh, day where I check out all the Microsoft stuff. Cool. So checked out Project Gotham Racing Four. Motorcycles. Which, motorcycles. That's what they were showing off, and I was able to play it later. Um, not that I impressive. Never, I was never into that game to begin with, but it has motorcycles. It does have motorcycles. They're, you know, like you'd expect, they're slightly more difficult to drive. Graphically, the game seems to, it needs more polish still. And of course, the game's not coming out till later this year, so they have time. But, you know, Project Gotham Racing, since, you know, like the, the launch title for the 360 was like was very impressive graphically. Yeah. Uh, so I was expecting, you know, the demo at E3 to just blow me away, but it, it, didn't. it didn't. So I was a little disappointed with that, but uh, they are going to have this party online party system, you know, like the Halo party system, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to develop your own custom game modes um, That's cool. and really like get into the nitty gritty of the details, uh, you know, for the customization. So like fans of like cat and mouse and, and games like that. Are are gonna love it because you're gonna have be able to do like real team based uh, battles on Project Gotham Racing. So uh, after Project Gotham Racing, I got to check out Mass Effect. Ah, you were telling you were telling me that you wouldn't tell me because it was too good to tell me. Does that that made sense to anyone but me? Yeah, I mean we didn't talk at all really during E3. No, we we really didn't have a chance. I Maybe, was busy and you yeah. were busy. Mass Effect. Is the the tra- I saw the trailer that they released on on the marketplace on the 360 marketplace. It's a, it's a yeah. bad trailer. It doesn't do the game justice. What they should have done is just released the demo walkthrough that they gave to the press behind closed doors. That's what they should have released because man, it rocked my world. This is my most anticipated game because it's coming out this year. It's, you know, it comes from Bioware, but it doesn't really look anything like the Knights of the Old Republic games at all. It doesn't bear really any resemblance to them. It looks a lot better. Yeah. I mean, everything about it is better. I mean, some people, you know, all your complaints that you had from the Knights of the Old Republic games, you know, it's just they don't apply anymore. So, like, some people, you know, the the dialogue cutscenes were sort of meh. Knights of the Old yeah. Republic, they got boring, and yes. you know, you're selecting the responses, and then you're just yes. hearing you're just hearing the guy say what you've selected. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now they're able to get the graphics on the cutscenes are just amazing. Have you seen like the faces of the characters? I have. It looks like a movie. I mean, it's so cine- It looks. You know what it looks like? It looks like. Remember when they had that Final Fantasy movie that really had nothing to do with Final Fantasy? That CG movie, the spirits within. Yes, it looks like that. Okay, I, but what about gameplay? T- tell me about okay. gameplay. That's all we want to know about. Okay, I don't care what they look like. So you know, remember how Knights of the Old Republic? You basically you get into a fight and you're just watching more or less. You're watching the guy swing his lightsaber, and it's like yeah, the same yeah. you shit would over and over again. Would, yeah, this is now all real time combat. It's a third person shooter now. Really. 
And with, you know, it's party-based and RPG-based. You have stats and everything, and you have powers that you get, and you can, you know, you level up your character, you level up your powers at least. Um, you've got sort of, not force powers, but whatever their equivalent is, where you can, you know, in the demonstration, the guy le- made a made the enemy levitate and then, you know, fill them full of bullets while he was in the air. Do you think at one point this was going to be a Star Wars game and they just scrapped that at some point? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't get that feeling, no. No? No, I don't get that was that always like I thought maybe they had some falling out. It could be, but you don't get that feeling from looking at the game. It seems to be okay. an entire, you know, it's it seems to stand just there fine. is a Star Wars game coming out, too. Yeah. Not by them. But, I mean, they showed in the walkthrough, they showed... They showed how you go through the the star map and select the planet, and you can sort of scan the planet and see what's going on down there. Then you land on the planet. Actually, it drops you off in like a a moon buggy, all right? And the moon buggy's got machine guns on it and jump jets, and you drive around the buggy. Cool. You know, you totally drive it. Now, is this online co-op? No, 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 no. This is a single player It's all single player. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't... You won't... I don't think you're going to... I think it's going to be just fine as is. What's the point? The point of what do you mean? Of Mass Effect, like why am I running around shooting people? You are like a. I want to say, like you're some sort of space agent, not a cop. Maybe like a cop, like a super high level space cop. Like but, a Green Lantern. I don't know. I'm not familiar with Green Lantern particularly. <laughs> so if Green Lantern is some sort of high end space cop, then yes, like Green Lantern. That would that exactly what Green Lantern is. Yes, Oops, that's that's pretty much the job description. So Green you Lantern. have like you know you can totally customize your character, and it just it looks awesome. I can't wait. For do, that game. do you pick up items from the ground and? Yeah, crap? yeah. I mean, it looks it's it's a it's a role playing game with full action. You picture hey, Knights of the Old Republic. I'm trying to, you know, it's hard to paint a picture with words. So I'm yeah, to get I mean, out of the best way to describe things. it is Knights of the Old Republic taken everything that you didn't like about it. Imagine that they fixed it. You know, the dialogue scenes are engaged. It's got the best voiceovers and because uh, inter- I'm almost picturing like uh, Knights of the Old Republic meets Gears of War. Yeah, well, but more RPG. That's what I'm saying. Knights of the Old Republic, and plus you got you got your vehicle that you can drive around, and more, much more story. Some more a little bit of Halo in there. Nah, because it's third person, and it's I don't, you know, I I don't know if there's a way to do the action that it's not real time. Okay, I think there is, but they didn't they didn't show it at all. I, I think mean, the it's point not, it's it's better it's a better looking uh, third person than say something like Crackdown. It doesn't look anything like Crackdown. Because you got big, it's like a big character, you know, on the screen. Okay, so more, more visually like uh, Gears. Yeah, I guess so. But it's got that space. It doesn't have that apocalyptic look to it. It's got more like the modern, you know, we haven't blown the world to shit yet type look. Pre-apocalyptic. Yes, yes, it looks great. (laughs) I mean, I, I, I like a lot. That's good. Okay, so after Mass Effect, checked out Halo Three. Never heard of it. Got to see. They were demoing the uh, single player. They were big on show. They wanted to show the single player. It looks really good. I mean, it was an it was an entirely outdoor level. I don't. I think you know our big complaint about Halo Two is that it was 
and probably Halo 1, is that most of it took place in like a, a corridor that looked like it could you doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, it was the same room seven times in a row. Right. So they wanted to get away from that. And at least the part that they showed looks like uh, they have. Graphically, you know, looks good. They also showed the some more multiplayer and they showed their video replay system. It's a little more fleshed out than the demo, than the beta, rather. Mm-hmm. So now, like, the camera's not fixed. You can move it around and save your replays and save short clips if you want. And all this stuff is going to basically be linked to on your Bungie.net profile page. Um, looks great. I mean, looks like looks like Halo 3. <laughs> uh, after that, checked out Halo Wars, which is, you know, Halo meets Command and Conquer. And I think... Yeah, uh, I don't have much hope for that. I don't have much interest in it, but I'll tell you, it looked very solid. And, you know, this is a game that was designed from the ground up to run on a console. So they know how... They said basically they worked on the control scheme before they worked on anything else in the game. Um, well, you know, so more could, power to them, I guess. Yeah, if you like the, if you know. like it, a real-time strategy game then you and Halo, then, you know, here you go. Then congratulations. <laughs> your your <laughs> prayers have been answered. Graphically, the game looks very tight. Um, it's going to have online play, uh, online co-op. So, uh, it you know, it looks good. I mean, personally, it's not my type of game. But, uh, you know, they're, they're not going to bring dishonor to the Halo franchise. And you know they that's like their number one goal is to not screw up the Halo franchise. So I guess they didn't play the single player on Halo 2 then. Well, you know. Okay, after that, after Halo Wars, I had my Xbox Live appointment, which was uh, basically me talking to... I forgot the guy's name. I don't think I got his card. Um, but a big shot at Xbox Live talking about, you know, how they have 7 million people on Xbox Ron Live. Ron Workman? Wasn't, he doesn't work for Xbox Live. Oh, I thought that's right. He works for another division. He works for Destructoid. I thought he worked for uh, he Microsoft also. He doesn't work for Microsoft anymore. Oh, we'll see. He did. He did. He did. But, um, so they basically talked about how if, if Xbox Live was a city, an American city, it would be the second largest city in the country. When are they going to relocate us then? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So to McAllen, that basically ta- they didn't. Oh, and we're the, all going to move to McAllen. My the only note that I took from that appointment was that in October, there's going to be a big surprise in terms of the dashboard layout. Yeah, I saw you quoted on uh, another on, on another website you, about. You did? That. Yeah. Which one? I forget the website. It's on your website. Check it out. Oh. It's in the Xbox 360 thread on this cheap ass gamer website that I frequent. Okay. Someone quoted you on another website. He basically said there's going to be something coming in October on Xbox Live Marketplace that is going to be as significant as the video marketplace. Like, it seemed worthy of having its own blade. That was the impression that I got. So what do you think it's going to be? I don't know. Clan support, maybe? I was trying to think. Like, but like Some people were saying a TV tuner. Oh, like the IPTV? Yeah, IPTV. Could be. Could be. But it's going to be big, whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah, we talked for a while and, you know, I don't know. There was not much revealed there in terms of games or anything. After that, it was on to see Lost Odyssey, 
where okay. I don't know, like you know, this is the uh, RPG from uh, you know from the from the Blue Dragon guy. Okay, Sakaguchi. I Blue Dragon last what, week. Yeah, what'd you think of that? Oh man, did that suck? It sucks. It does suck. Yeah, it looks. Lame. I mean, if you're into know. that kind of game, then maybe you'll like it. I I don't know. You I don't mean, like. It's not... We don't like Japanese role playing games. You and yeah, I. I don't like Japanese RPGs to begin with, but I gave it a shot. Yeah, and I didn't like it. I found it kind of boring. And Did slow. you try Eternal Sonata? No. Give that a try. Yeah. Because it's it's a little more involved in terms of the combat. At least you're like mashing on a button. Give it Maybe. a try. I'm curious to see what you say because I felt like okay. I was sort of into that a little. I could get into that. Yeah, it's it's you know it's something. I mean, if you like Japanese RPGs, more power to you. I just don't see it. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Hmm. So. Yeah, this Lost Odyssey is definitely more of the same <laughs> of that in that genre. Yeah. It's yeah. using the Unreal Engine. It looked okay, but you know, after seeing like the character models they're using in Mass Effect, and you see like the cutscenes in Lost Odyssey where the hair looks, you know, it looks a little jaggy. Mm-hmm. It was sort it of didn't. you know, it didn't it didn't really do it for me. And you know, where they, was uh, Two Human this E three? It wasn't there. I know. You know, they had that big problem last year where they showed I know. It. Well, they didn't want to make the same mistake twice. Is that game ever going to come out, you think? Yeah, I think it will. It looks like it's good. It has a lot of potential, frankly. It, the game has always looked like it had potential, but, you know. We'll see. So, um, yeah, and the voice acting is like your typical JRPG voice acting, which was also groan-inducing and, and just doesn't doesn't live up to Mass Effect. You know, after c- coming from Mass Effect... There's not a lot to get excited about. Uh, it's coming out. You know, you got your you got a woman named Seth. You got magic attacks that have like weird names like ground uh and wind uh like your ele- your typical Japanese elemental attacks where they don't even bother to change the name. They just add a after it. Yeah, I'm already falling asleep from this okay. one. Coming out winter '07, and that was my Microsoft um, block of appointments. The way Microsoft did it this year is they rented out an entire hotel. The entire Viceroy Hotel was Microsoft. Interesting. And they just had different rooms in the hotel, and you just went from room to room. You had your appointments, and it was very convenient. They did. Microsoft did a great job in terms of uh, organizing E3. Very, mm-hmm. Everything was very fluid. Well, I played every demo that they posted. They posted the a lot of stuff. I checked it out when I after I tal tricked my 360. I was yeah. able to see what they had, and they had a lot of demos. And I'm trying to think of what I played that interests me. I mean, Ace Combat was much better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I played that. I played that later on the. They had a. They had, Microsoft also had a lounge well, where you, you could just go in uh, and play. It was the only company that had a lounge like that where you could just walk if you had a press pass. I mean a. Uh, if you had a credentials to the show, you could just walk in and no appointment necessary, just hang out and play games. Any booze? Booze? Booze. What do you mean? Oh, booze. No, 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 no. Just games. Just games. Just games. I thought you meant no like, like B-O-O-S. No. Like people booing when you walk yeah. in. Yeah, people booing when you walk in. Boo, cheapy. Right. So after uh, Lost Odyssey, I headed over to my Sony Online Entertainment where I checked out the Pirates... Uh, MMORPG, Pirates of the Burning Sea or something. Eh, it seemed okay. 
It's but it's only did for they computer. Have, they did, did they show anything about the Marvel or DC? MMOs? No, they didn't show that, and the agency was they didn't show any in-game stuff. It was just they were showing a trailer, <laughs> and you could and you could talk to the the one of the guys who worked on it, which I didn't even bother doing. I was gonna say, how's your game coming along? It looks great. Instead of doing that, I opted to eat two smoked turkey chickens, smoked chicken salad sandwiches. There you go. And I was starving. They had good sandwiches there. Uh, <laughs> a lot of sandwiches. I ate a lot of sandwiches during the show. So that was, yeah, that was Sony. And then they showed, they uh, they had their poker game for uh, PlayStation Network, their $10 poker game that uses the, the camera, which uh, looks a lot better than the 360 poker game. You know, it's... I have an iToy somewhere. Yeah. You can use the iToy. The... The PS3 camera looks like it's going to be really cool in terms of how the microphones work. Have you heard about this? No. It has like these directional microphones in it. So it will be able to lock on to your voice and block out background noise, supposedly. Supposedly. And the guy the guy told me who doesn't work for Sony, he works for some development studio, uh, you know, who's making the poker game. He mm. said it works. Like he's amazed at how it works. So, we'll look look forward to that poker game. It look look better than the 360 poker game, like I said. That doesn't um, take much. Doesn't take much. So, um, oh, and between those two call between those two appointments, the uh, Sony and the Midway, uh, I had my pre-interview for my Bloomberg in- interview that was going to take place later that night. Yes. So this is the first time they've ever did a pre-interview, but uh, it's things still managed to get screwed up, which will. We'll talk about that later. So after that, headed on over to Midway. Got to check out Black Site, Area 51. And you should definitely check out the demo if you haven't already. Definitely a very, you know, there's some frame rate issues in the demo, but I got to play a lot of the of the build, the newest build. Very, oh, is it better? Yeah, it's a very solid game. I mean, it's not, I don't think it, we're at, you know, we're not, at the, we're not talking Call of Duty 4 here, but... Online co-op, you know, full online multiplayer. You know, it's a solid game. If you like uh, your shooters with aliens in them, I think you got a very solid game here from uh, from Black Sight uh, Area Fifty One coming, and it's you know coming out this year. Also, a game that surprised me uh, was Stranglehold, the John Woo game. Oh yeah, that game looks like crap. Tell me yeah, why it is. It looks like crap, and I was like, wow, this game is gonna suck. And then I sat down and I played it for uh, quite a little while. And what you have here really is Max Payne, but much bigger and with the John Woo style. So when I say bigger, I mean everything's bigger. Like, first of all, you know, literally the character models are bigger, but... The death animations are bigger. You have like all this style at your disposal. You know, you got the bullet time where you can, you can. Slide now this on. is a, a true sequel to Hard Boiled. Is that what it? I believe it. It is, and in fact, the the limited edition on PS3, the ten dollar more edition, comes mm-hmm. with the move with Hard Boiled on the disc, a high definition version on the game disc. That's cool. It's the Blu-ray version of the movie. Remastered on the on the same disc as the game. To me, that's so worth ten dollars. Yes, it's so worth ten dollars. And I'll tell you, that's the, the one game, where he jumps out the window of the hospital with yes, the baby in his yes, arm. Yes, yeah, and, that, that's and a good one. so many innocent bystanders yeah get yeah. killed. All the patients get like lit up. So the game, <laughs> but is he like, saves the baby. Yeah, he saves the he saves like one person. So 
the game itself, like it's got a lot of style. Like I said, you can slow down time, slide on on counters. You can shoot stuff overhead and have it drop down on bad guys. You have different uh, like specialty moves. One of them, which was like the coolest one, was this precision targeting stuff, where you know once you build up a certain amount of your power, you can use it to pinpoint a target on an enemy, and you'll get a cinematic where you see the bullet come out of your gun and the, and the camera is following the bullet and it goes into whatever part of you've pinpointed on the enemy. So like if you've pinpointed his kneecap, you see his kneecap get blown out and the guy, you know, go down in excruciating pain. If you get him uh, in the Niznacks, you'll see the guy clutch his sack and bend over. You can shoot him in the... His Niznacks? <laughs> you know... And you can uh, shoot him in the forehead and blow out his head. I mean, shoot him in the ass. There's 20 different points on the body that'll produce uh, different animations. So you know this going to be funny when this that? game comes out and it gets slammed by the critics. And someone's going to go, ah, Cheapy said this game was going to be good and it's not. No, I don't. Idiot. I think it's not going to be slammed by the critics because it's, it's Max Payne, but better. And I always liked Max Payne. I don't know. Like, people like the Max pain games because of the story I think they liked it a little more because like that film noir style so I don't know how well they've integrated the, the story into this game and there are cutscenes, you know with uh, you know uh, Johnny Chow Yun Fat yeah tequila Chow Yun Fat yeah and I don't you know I sort of skipped past the cutscenes because I couldn't hear them anyway but you know it was it surprised me because I, like I said I was expecting it to be garbage and I was like oh you know this is pretty fun actually cool so that was all. Oh, and for Midway, I saw the Aqua Teen Hunger Force game that's coming out for PS2, uh, which is it's a combination golf, fighting, you know, button masher, fighter, and cart game. So I I'm don't know. done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and also they were showing Unreal Tournament 3. Three Unreal Three is that what they're showing? I don't know. Unreal Tournament Nine Thousand. They were showing it on computer and PS3. It looked okay. I mean, I didn't, I didn't play it, but uh, I was pretty tired. Of I'm, that I'm waiting for games to start coming out with arbitrary numbers, like uh, yeah. like computers do. Sure, why not? Yeah, Unreal Tournament Thirty-eight Twenty-Seven. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they do that with the years and stuff. Yeah, that's how they pull it off. Huh. You know. So, um, let's see. I remember my, uh, remember I said last time, our last show, that there was a family fun appointment that yes. I didn't really want to do, but I wound up booking it like later in the day, like not with my, my whole block of Microsoft appointments. Mm-hmm. I heard it wasn't that great. Like I heard they were just showing off Viva Pinata party animals yeah. and some other stuff. So I just, I skipped that one because I would have <laughs> had to head back over there. And I had my Bloomberg TV interview that night, and I figured it'd be nice if I could head back to the hotel and just relax for an hour or two. Yes, that Which involves I, drinking a bottle of tequila and passing nah, out in someone's bathtub? Absolutely not. So I go back to my hotel, re- relax, th- get my suit on, which I brought you know, sp- specifically for this. And you know, the person who booked me at Bloomberg told me you know, their office is about 20 minutes away, but there'll be traffic, so leave some extra time. So I left an hour. Okay. That sounds reasonable. You'd think that would be reasonable, but I didn't really know about L.A. traffic. And either did he. L.A. traffic is the worst. This guy, you know, the guy who booked me was from New York, actually. 
So it was, I basically wound up getting stuck in traffic. And I'm looking at my watch and seven, you know, the, it's on air at 7.30. I was supposed to be there at 7.15. Clock is rolling on and on. We're not even like, we're not even moving. So by... Do they send a car for you in that situation? No, I had to. I basically got a cab, which was, uh, it was about $50 in each direction. They, they did offer to reimburse me for the cab afterwards. Um, but they did not in Japan. They sent a cab. For, they sent a car for me. Yeah, like, I was gonna say when you finally get me on in New York, right? I'm yeah. assuming I got a lot of pull, Wombat. You have to understand that the amount of pull I have is just amazing. I know. Well, you know, I figure as much. I'm waiting for that day. So I call the guy and I'm like, "Look, man, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Like, I'm stuck in traffic here. Like, it's gonna be close if you if I even make it there by 7:30." So the guy's like, well, thanks for calling. You know, we'll check in and, uh, you know, somebody will call you back. So I get a phone call from their Tokyo office. And then they're saying, you know, maybe we'll just do a phone interview. You know, this is me. I'm already I'm looking at the meter of the cab and we're we're past $40 at this point. Something. All right. So I brought a suit. I'm taking a you know, I'm taking basically what's going to be a hundred dollar cab ride and eat in both directions. And then I could have done this all from my phone in my hotel. From the bathtub with a bottle of tequila. With a bottle of tequila, right. And a hot foot Sunday. Yes, of course. So I'm like, oh. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to be close. So basically, the long and the short of it is the car pulls up. It's 7.30, like on the dot. I run upstairs, you know, jump in the elevator, get upstairs. I literally just make it. I'm down. I, you know, I'm into the office. The guy like rushes me over to their little studio area, throws the, you know, the headphone in my ear, and it's like, all right, you're on in 30 seconds. <laughs> but it, it sort of, you know, it worked out, and it was actually my longest interview ever. They actually, well, went, yeah, it was like seven minutes or so. Yeah, right? they actually went to commercial and came back to me, and I was like, wow, I'm, this is awesome. Of course, and we'll the, be right back with more David Abrams after right. this. <laughs> exactly, and uh, of course, you know they got some stuff wrong. They got the uh, they said there was an Xbox 360 price drop, which um, there Very wasn't, sad. obviously. And yeah. they even they even scrolled it on the bottom of the screen. I heard, but I, I corrected them, you know, without insulting them. I think, and I don't know. I think it went okay. Did you watch yes. it? Yes, I watched most of it. Most of it. You're not watching a lot. You're not watching the did full you, content. Did, and how was my appearance on the, uh, the the shipwreck show? I haven't gotten it yet. But I, yeah. you know, it's not over yet. I can still get it anytime. <laughs> I can watch you on uh, whatever it is. BB, Bloomberg, right. whatever, Asia, Pan, America show. Okay. Whenever I feel like it. So after that, I uh, came back to the hotel, changed. Got out of my suit and headed over to the Microsoft community party. Woo! Did you say hi to my friends for me? Uh, yes, I did. We'll get to that. Oh. So, ooh. I met... The Microsoft community party was a lot of fun. They had they had it set up outside at the hotel that they had booked for... You know, they booked the entire hotel. They... Um, I got to see more... I got to see more of the Destructoid guys, uh, the gay gamer guys. I met... Here is the... <laughs> The highlight clearly was when I met the Screw Attack guys and the Angry Video Game Nerd, and I drank beers with the Angry Video Game Nerd. That Very was nice. just awesome because I'm a big fan. My wife is a big fan, and I got to call my wife and tell her 
I met the angry video game nerd and drank beers with him and took a picture with him. So that was a lot of fun. Um, who else did we meet? Oh, I met Major Nelson. And? And he was very nice. Yeah. We, uh, I brought him a present, actually. I, uh, I wanted to bring him something Xbox 360 related that he didn't have. Which I thought would be very difficult because, you know, he's Major Nelson. He's got access to everything, right? So I brought him coasters from the Xbox 360 lounge that they had in Tokyo. And what did he think? He was like, wow, I don't have these. Because <laughs> he, he was pretty skeptical that I was going to be able to... Because I told him, I'm like, look, I wanted to give you something that you didn't have, but it was the Xbox 360. And he's like, oh, that's going to be pretty tough. But I was able to do so. Uh, we talked about the new show a lot, you know, about the new format of E3. Um, he was saying that he thought it would be better in Vegas next year. There you go. If they could do it in Vegas. He's coming for Tokyo Game Show, and he wants to hang out. He wants to go see Sumo. So that is my job now to procure Sumo tickets. For Major Nelson. For Major Nelson and whoever else wants well, to come. Cool. Did, and, and I'm sure he sends his best to me as well. Oh, and then I said, I said, oh, and Wombat says hello. <laughs> and he gave me that look, <laughs> you know, he gave me a look like uh, a fun look. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that look. Slightly yeah. aggravated, but not really aggravated, like aggravated for show. Gotcha. You know oh, I, mean? I see. You know that what I mean? pretend, like yeah, he was pretend. pretending. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So he's keeping he's keeping it alive. Yeah, I also the hung phony, out our phony internet uh, grudge. Yeah, I also hung out a lot with um, Nick from Evil Avatar. Okay, B A Penguin. You might know him better as B A Penguin. I know him. He's a good guy. Very fun. We had a, we. You know, the nice thing about this new E three is that it's so much smaller that you just run into people over and over again. Yeah. So I ran into Nick a lot from Evil Avatar. I ran into. I've met him before. He's a good. Yeah, guy I remember. You, I remember you saying. Yeah, uh, I, these are I, all guys I've met. So it's cool that you've met them. Yeah, too. it was great. I mean, I met um, Nelson from Achievement Junkies uh, podcast. Yeah. Super nice. Like just everybody that I met was super nice. I met Chris from uh, the Weekly Geek. Um, I don't you know, know him. No, he's very nice too. Everyone was was very nice and you know especially like the destructo guys because i kept running into them a lot and they just showed me like a lot of a lot of love cool the gay gamer guy showed me a lot of love too but not in that <laughs> not in that way <laughs> they were really funny they were hilarious uh, actually they were who just... else did you meet from uh the xbox community world oh i met um chris and john briefly but briefly like i was mostly just hanging out with uh oh i met Ar i met uh, arnie Really? Yep. Super nice. Very nice guy. We cool. talked a lot. How old is he? I don't know. He's probably like Arnie's like Arnie's like a fifty year old name. He's not a fifty year old guy. Oh, okay. I always assumed he was by the no, name. No, but everyone was just great. I, I hope I'm not leaving out. You know, I met the Screw Attack guys, uh, handsome Tom, Stuttering Craig, and of course the the nerd James, <laughs> the angry video game nerd. Was but, there anyone there from Taylor PR? I didn't see anybody. Because they do some of the stuff for Xbox, they're ba they're in the same building that I'm in now. I see. I see. And I'm always tempted to like kick in the door and go, "Don't right. you know who I am?" I just dropped something. Yeah, and the joystick guys, I met. A, you know, I hung out with the joystick guys a lot on the first day there, and you know, ran into them from time to time. It's good times. 
Lots of good cool. times. I met somebody from Dream people. You know, this E three people like recognize me. Well, you're a, you're a big star now. <laughs> I'm a D list internet celebrity now. You're no, now actually, I think you've gone up to C. C, I could be a C. Yeah, somebody from. I think uh, you're C list because I'm probably still hovering around F list. F list. But I'm F list, but you're definitely C list because you are. You're on TV. You're on the uh, the YouTube's. You're on right. the. Uh, Somebody from yeah. I think Activision PR said, "Oh, I saw your Pepsi cucumber video." See, <laughs> um, I met someone from DreamStation.cc. Just like a lot of people that I would run into, and I apologize if I didn't mention you by name. Oh, Fruit Brute and Tiny Dancer were the guys from Gay Gamer. Nice, Flynn and David. Uh, oh, and I met the Kotaku guys. Did I mention that? I said that already. I think so. Brian, yeah. both of the Brians. Yeah. And everybody, Michael and uh, anyway. Okay. So that was that was Thursday. Microsoft party. After the Microsoft party, um, we left that. It ended around 1130. I went with the Destructoid guys over to the Gamecock party, uh, which was okay. Like we had a few drinks there and uh, then just uh, went home after that. Now, Friday, this is the part that nobody heard about, If you even if you watched my videos, because I didn't, instead of making a video... On Friday, I just put up my Bloomberg video because I was lazy. Yes, I saw. I read. Okay. So Friday morning, 9 a.m. was my Nintendo appointment. Mm-hmm. They started up me off. It was just a one-on-one with a guy who just took me through a bunch of games. First game was Wii Fit. Now, we sure do. The, the thing is, like at nine, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm not like hungover really, but I didn't sleep that much. Because of the jet lag, and I went to bed late. So it's definitely hard to keep your balance playing Wii Fit when you're not at the top of your game. So they, gotcha. showed, they showed me three, three of the mini games. Uh, the first one was Ski Jump, where you basically, you are crouching. Wait, what are you doing? Yeah, you're crouching to build up speed as your guy goes down the ski jump. And then when you get to the end of the ramp, you have to stand up and like lean forward. And it uh, took me a few tries to be able to get that, uh, you know, to actually get a jump off, but I was able to do so. Uh, then after that, I played the other Wii Fit game. was like this marble, sort of like Super Monkey Ball. Okay. And you have to, you know, where you lean is where the board, is the direction the board goes in, and you have to get the balls in the hole. And, you know, it's pretty straightforward. And then the third Wii Fit uh, mini game was like Yoga. So you're basically just following yoga, a yoga lady on the screen and trying to keep your balance. And, you know, overall, like it seemed like it, the game worked, you know, and it seemed like it could be fun. Um, I think it's going to sell a boatload in Japan. I mean, Japanese people can be all over this. I mean, Japanese people are into fitness and they're into the Wii. And they put the in, two together. Yeah. I mean, Wii yeah. Sports. Wii Sports was not a pack-in in Japan. You had to buy it. And I'm pretty sure it was the best seller. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, what what were your impressions of this of the Wii Balance Board and Wii Fit from what you've seen? I did see that. And I'm like, yeah. it's, so you need that and the other, and you use the Wiimote to play the game? No, you don't use the Wiimote at all. You don't use the Wiimote. You only use the Balance Board. At least the games that I played, it was all Balance Board. They could, Interesting. but potentially, I mean... But the the potential for the Wii Balance Board is pretty is pretty big. I mean, you can you can envision a game in which, you know, you're leaning, 
on the balance board affects character movement, yet you're also using the Wiimote as well. I mean, there's there's a lot of potential there. Um, there's, d- it, it, that's what I'd like to see. I don't want another peripheral that's a one-game peripheral. Yeah, I mean, I looked on GameStop, and it, this is they have this thing down for seventy bucks with the balance. But you know, the balance board is pretty sturdy. About, I mean, talking about the balance board with the game. Yeah, I know, I, I know what you're saying, but still, it's still a one-game peripheral, and I, so I don't know. So far, it I is, mean, but it might not be in the future, and it, you know, I think people could get into it. Um, this was like their big announcement at E3. Really, it was their biggest announcement. I thought Metroid coming in August was the biggest. Uh, didn't they? That, they announced that. That was the. This is the first they announced that. Yeah. Well, I played Metroid, and it looks good. Yeah, you know, even after playing it, like I just much rather have a 2D Metroid. I'm just, you know, the control you know, I, is fine. When I was, when I was but, on the train going to my in-laws on Saturday, yeah, I played Metroid Fusion. Yeah, and it was it was fun, right? It was fun. Yeah, that game's awesome. So, like, the control is fine now. Apparently, IGN is saying, like, this is revolutionary control. It's the best console first-person shooter ever in a game. And I think they're on crack. I mean, they're smoking weed. <laughs> so, I don't know what they're talking about. It it definitely works. But, I, you know, I'm still not sold on, like, the whole Wii control for traditional-type games. I mean, my arm got was pretty tired after a little, you know, very short while. I was pretty tired of holding my arm up there. Um, and I would always just rather use a keyboard and mouse or even regular controller, you know, Xbox or PlayStation. Or otherwise. Yeah. I mean, graphically, the game is, you know, still very much looks like a Wii game, which is to say it looks like a GameCube game, but, you know, yeah. slightly better. Um, yeah. And it seems very similar to the original Metroid. I mean, Metroid 2. Metroid Prime Yeah, I know, 2. I know what you mean. So, I don't know. I wasn't particularly impressed. It wasn't a game after I played it. You know, I was actually tired of playing it. And I think I told the guy, like, you know, I'd have, like I'm ready for the next game. <laughs> after after <laughs> playing it for, like, 10 next? minutes. Next. <laughs> you know, they demonstrate, like, some, like, this gravity. Next. Gravity rope thing. And <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I was like, Next. So uh, I also got to try the Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles with the Wii Zapper. Oh, how's that? You know, the game itself is pretty bleh or meh, whatever your eh of choice is. <laughs> the Zapper itself is pretty good, though, and I could see like some good games coming out down the line with it. Uh, the problem is that Resident Evil Chronicles, it's just an on-rail shooter. Well, yeah. And that's pretty boring. Who wants to play that? They're not so bad. No, I don't know. But the zapper like is good. Like the games. zapper is good. I mean, the zapper felt nice. But I know. But do you think it's going to be better than, say, Time Crisis for the uh, PlayStation 3? Probably not. I mean, that's really the Resident Evil for that. won't be. Yeah. The zapper might, you know, depending on what they can come up with with the zapper, because it's got Cause that. Because that zapper on the, uh, on, the, on the PS3 looks pretty badass. But it doesn't have any control on it, right? You can't. It does on oh, the back. It, does? it has a joystick on it. It has a, a little, little something. It has a nub of some sort. A, a nubbin. A nubbin. It has a nubbin of some sort. Wow. I don't know what it does, but we'll see what's down on the line. But I, I certainly wasn't impressed with uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. Uh, then I played uh, Mario Galaxy, and and it seemed cool. It seemed like a little like it, there might be a little uh, getting used to a little 
you know period of getting of getting a familiar with the control. Um, I liked how you can sort of play this game co-op. Like your wife can sit on the couch next to you and use the remote to pick up like coins and stuff. Like keep it simple for her. And like help oh, okay. and help hold back objects like some you know like objects will go back and forth across your path. Mm-hmm. So it seemed good. I mean, it seemed like it had potential. I would, you know, it's it's different than your typical Mario game a little bit. And you know, that was probably my favorite out of all the game, all the Nintendo games that I played. I would say, cool. although I liked Wii Fit. Like Wii Fit, like I might be able to get into that. If it can actually, like, help me get in shape, then I can get into it. If it's just, like, a little... I doubt it'll actually get you into shape. I was tired after doing it. I also felt like I could easily... You get tired walking from one booth to the next. Yeah. That was one nice advantage of being, uh, like, a New Yorker and Tokyoite, is that, for me, like, walking 20 minutes, 30 minutes from one place to another is nothing. So... Walking from one hotel to the next was no problem at all. Like I, I've seen some people like were complaining about that. You know, it's it's seventy degrees and sunny in Santa Monica every day. Like beautiful weather. If you can't walk twenty minutes, if that's too much for you, you are not in very good shape. I mean, I'm not in good shape, and I can do that. So that's all I got to say about that. So such uh, so ended my my Nintendo appointments. Uh, and then it was on to Guitar Hero 3. Aha. Which, uh, you know, seems like it's good. Basically what they've added, they've added in like... Slash. Slash and battle modes. Slash. You know, like, so you know how like when you play like some of those puzzle games, you can like do stuff to your opponent's puzzle side with different mm-hmm. power-ups? They've added that. So like you can like break their strings. But which means no that... online still, right? No, there's going to be online. There is online. There is online. Uh, but, you know, they they really dropped the ball with this whole downloadable content thing. And, like, how... I how... can't believe they released more last week at that same price. That yeah. same package. Yeah, the same package deal. Songs from Guitar Hero 1, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like... A, and they have, like a, like, a guitar battle mode where you'll, like, battle different guitarists, famous guitarists. Yeah. On stage, like just in like solos and stuff. I mean, look, it's Guitar Hero. It's obviously not going to suck. It's still Guitar Hero. They've got the new wireless guitars, which are very nice. Um, but, you yeah, know. They if, look like Les Pauls. It's actually kind of cool. If you're telling me I can only buy one Guitar Hero 3 or Rock Band, I'm going to go with Rock Band. Just because the drums add a whole new dimension and the microphone. and. But that's stuff I have to buy. Yeah, but if it's going to be fun, then maybe it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Alley ball. Okay. So after that, um, I had a little bit of downtime and I hung out uh, in the Microsoft Lounge. Um, That's when I ran into the Epileptic Gaming guys. Mm. And that's uh, how I wound up getting on their show later. Gotcha. Which was fun. Uh, Then I was over to Ubisoft where or Ubisoft. How do you say that, Wombat? I think it's uh, Ubisoft. So you don't know. You have no idea. I have no idea. So I got to play Assassin's Creed. It's pronounced Mario. Yeah. So I played Assassin's Creed, Wombat. I got a nice long half hour playthrough. Uh, cool. At least, at least a half hour of Assassin's Creed. Uh, and? Game seems good. You know, it didn't... You know, this is a, like the most anticipated game for a lot of people. 
right? What console did you play for? Xbox 360. Okay. Um, the game seems, you know, pretty solid. The controls, though, are a little floaty to me anyway. It seems like it's going to take a little getting used to. Maybe floaty is not the right word, but there's a learning curve there, most definitely. And you can do some really neat stuff once you get your assassin moving and you, you know, this free running thing is pretty cool and it's going to look, it's going to look great, but you're going to, it's going to take a little while, I think, for you to get there. Gotcha. Uh, the, what I did was they had me just uh, run around for a bit and get used to the controls and then they put me on a mission where I had to, you know, assassinate some guy and do some combat. Combat seems good. Like I know... You know, during their Microsoft press conference, they were showing off the game, and there was like a big visible glitch in the game where like one of the bodies was just floating in the air. <laughs> one of the funny. dead bodies, and people were like, "Huh?" Oh, but, glitch. Yeah, I mean, look, obviously the game's not done yet, so I'm sure there's plenty of glitches in the game still. But you know, we'll see. Like, I'm not sure if this game is going to live up to the hype, really. For me, the jury's out, but there's a lot of stuff that they haven't revealed about the game, especially uh, with the story. Like, it looks like it takes place in the past, but some of the stuff that happens in the game looks like you might be, like, time traveling. So, we'll see. Like, I'm still looking forward to the game, but maybe the wind was let out of my sails a little bit. When does that come out? That comes out this year. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a what I thought. A lot of stuff is coming out this fall, Wombat. I was going to say, it's going to be a busy fall, isn't it? It's going to be ridiculous. Um, I better start saving up now. Yeah. After that, it was over to on over to 2K, where I got a demonstration of the Civilization Re- Revolution game, which is their Civilization for Consoles game. Very cool. Which looks like it could be decent if you're into that type of thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I like de- Civi. It's okay. oh, it's designed totally for the consoles, so it's uh, you know it looks like, graphically it looks really good and um, looks like it could be fun. I don't I don't know how many people are really interested in hearing about that, but then I got to check out uh, Bioshock. Oh, on spill a, it on a giant TV, and uh, I was in the appointment with uh, with uh, Nelson from. Nelson from uh, Achievement Junkie. Okay. And he was actually the one playing the game. The, the developer just said, or the producer, whoever it was, said, all right, I just want to hand this controller to somebody. I don't think I need to say much about this game. It's coming out, you know, in a few weeks. And you know, I'm just going to hand the controller over to somebody. And, if you know, if you have any questions, just let me know. So Nelson drove the demo. And, man, this game looks tight. Nice. The, the art style is just so cool. I mean, yeah, we see a lot of first-person shooters. This um, is, is it all underwater? The city is underwater. Okay. So you're not swimming, you're, but you're in a city. You're basically, the story is you're in a city that was created by somebody who wanted, like, total freedom. They were feeling like, I guess, um, I guess America, like, or whatever country he was in. Just didn't have the total freedom that he wanted, and he wanted to start his own city, and he called it Rapture, and it's got this crazy Art Deco style, and something has gone wrong in the city. Basically, they they were doing like some human experimentation with... Uh, Which is what everyone who wants more freedom really wants. Right. They want human experimentation. If it's not stem cells, it's, you know, it's plasmids, which is what 
the thing is in this game, which allows your character to shoot fire or freeze things or lightning or whatever. Whatever. So apparently, you know, something has the city has gone crazy. So this it's like this Art Deco style futuristic city, but there's you know some shit's gone wrong. So there's damage. It just the game looks awesome. Very much looking forward to this this game, and it's coming out real soon. It's coming out in August. That is soon. So you know, it's hot. Even it's all, even though it's only single player, it's supposed to be a, a long game. Um, it just looks great. And Nelson did a good job driving. Cool. Steering the game. And then after that, I got to check out NHL 2K8 because I'm a big hockey fan. So I, I know that. Sure I checked that out. Um, game looks really good. The big change this year is that they're using the right analog stick. It's All it does is stick movement. So when you're on offense, you use it to stick handle. And when you're on defense, you use it to play defense. And they said they're going to fix all the annoying things that were wrong with the game last year. And, uh, you know, for the C- the CAGHL, C-A-G-H-L League, uh, we'll be rocking that soon. Cool. Okay. After that, you know, the show's winding down. It was over- It was back to the Barker Hangar for me where I checked out some more EA games where I got to see uh, Crisis, which is the- their PC shooter game. Which is very highly anticipated because it just looks insane. The graphics are ridiculous. I mean, I'm considering buying a new computer to play this yes. game because it looks really good. You have like powers, you can jump, do super jumps, and like the the graphics. It looks it looks realistic. Like it looks like you're watching a movie, even though it's a first person shooter. Um, they, they also had a Burnout Paradise there that they were showing. Um, you know, this year they're going into the like whole free roaming city type vibe, where it's just like a big open city and you can drive around. You know, graphically they were showing it on PS3. You know, graphically it looks even better. Burnout is always top notch, so it just looks awesome. I mean, I can't wait for that. It's gonna, That's it's gonna, cool. it's gonna use the camera so. When you take somebody out, it's going to, like, take your picture so you can, like, rub it in their face. Nice. So that's going to be really cool. Definitely looking forward to Burnout. Uh, they were also showing Half-Life 2, the orange box, which is... Yeah, Team Fortress. Man, that's got to be, like, one of the best deals in gaming. I mean, it's 60 bucks, and you're getting, like... You're getting Eight Team Fortress, now, so. you're getting Half-Life and the extra episode. Um, you're getting Portal. Portal. Portal I looks mean, fun. That just looks good graphically. They were running it on the 360. I'm pretty sure. Um, not. I think that everything but Portal. I think was running on the 360, uh, and it looks great. I mean, I'm, uh, there's, a, there's so many games coming out this fall, Wombat. That I'm gonna be broke. It's gonna I be make amazing. Sure I, I better keep my job. Um, also, Mercenaries Two. Yep. This looks ridiculous. So much. I mean, so and much. it's got it's got online co op, and you know, graphically, what I saw, the guy was uh, flying a helicopter and blowing up bridges, and the bridges were just exploding into a million pieces, and you could shoot the pieces that were exploding and hit them. I mean, it just looks awesome. I mean, it's mercenaries. You know, you played the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's solid. That's cool. So. That was Friday, and then after that, uh, I went over to uh, to the Epileptic Gaming Studios, the Glo- Global Gaming League, and I did a, a two-hour E3 wrap-up show, and I, had, I put it on the front page of CAG, and it was live, and 
<laughs> they were saying that a lot of the CAGs were writing in saying that they hated everybody but me on the show. Nice. And uh, they had their most viewers ever, they said, thanks to the uh, the CAG, CAG audience. And then uh, after that, we uh, I hung out with the EG guys, uh, went back to DJ Wheat's house, and uh, chilled. <laughs> is that what you're calling it these days? That is what I am calling it. That's nice of you. That is what I'm calling it. So that was my show. And then the next day, it was on a plane. I had an American breakfast. It was the first real American breakfast I had on Saturday morning. I had a, a what do you call that? A breakfast quesadilla wombat at the hotel. That's an American breakfast? Well, you know, it was eggs, bacon, and cheese in like a shell, tortilla shell with salsa. Yeah, it's, a, it's it was, pretty American. And it was giant. <laughs> it was like enough for a whole Japanese family. And it was pretty much cool. the be- best thing I ever ate. So that's my show, Wombat. I mean, I've got a bunch of cag bag questions that I'd, I think we can go through and. and I'm tackle. looking through it. There's so many that you answered. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, we'll go through a few of them, and I'll, I'll try to pick, annoy, uh, ignore the ones I've already answered. Yeah, I was gonna say you answered a lot of it. So what okay. do we got? Well, Markleshed wants to know if I thought. Uh, or Mackler Shed, sorry, wants to know if I think E3 was better this year now that it's trimmed down significantly and targeted specifically to industry insiders as opposed to years past when it was becoming a media and marketing spectacle open to many. Uh, and he wants to know what the positive and negatives were. And so did Pop311 had the same question. Uh, this was the be- this is my fourth E3 Wombat. And okay. by far, this was putting aside the games that were available. And forgetting about those, it was by far the best E3. Just, but just for the fact that it was just you know sixty thousand less people or more, and that you could run into people that you've never met before, but that you've sort of met online. You can talk to people. It was all about the people this year, and connecting with people. And because there were less people, you could see more games. And Did you I'd, miss people in silly costumes? No, I don't care about that. Look, that's all. That's just like, that's all bullshit, frankly. That's, that's all, all for the TV. Exactly. That's all hype. I mean, what, you know, I was able to get appointments that I was never able to get before. I was able to meet people I was never able to meet before. I was basically able to do whatever I wasn't able to do in the years previously, I could do this year. It was just totally better. And f- as far as the negatives, my only complaint, and this is like not even really a complaint, is that the Barker Hangar, where they, you know, where the sort of quote unquote show floor was, you know, it was like a twenty minute shuttle away. Um, so if you're, you know, you really had to plan out your schedule to make sure you had time to get over there, which I did. You know, I, I planned out my schedule from the beginning, where so I knew like where the hotels were, and I didn't book appointments where I knew I would have to travel really far. From one place to the other. And if I, if I did, I made sure I left time. So I love this. You know, I, I hope they do it exactly the same the next year. I wouldn't complain a bit. If it was exactly the same next year, I'd be all over it. And hopefully you can come to Wombat. There you go. Okay. Next year in Jerusalem. Next year in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Okay, you kind wants to know, Cheapy, in your videos from E3, your eyes are quite red, either from being very tired or for another reason. So my question is, how long were you in U- the U.S. <laughs> until you broke down and I, bought You're weed? not going to actually answer that, are you? I did not. And any of those, I was not high in any of those videos that you saw me in. There you go. I was, well, you were I on Ambien. 
well, I wasn't during those during then. I was just honestly, I was, you know, I had a few drinks in some of them. One of them I was just I was totally sober for. The one on Wednesday, the one that I did on Wednesday night, I guess that would be the day two video. Okay. I was totally, I didn't have a single drink the whole day, but I was. Were you you sober in the BBC video or the whatever it is, Bloomberg? Of course I was. Of course I was. I was just (laughs) tired. I was just really tired, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So to answer the second part of the question, Friday. Gotcha. If you can still remember gotcha. what the second part was. Okay. I do. Yeah. Uh, J Dub wants to know what my game of show was. Uh, definitely Little Big Planet is by far. Um, I answered, talked about Guitar Hero 3 and Rock Band. And I mentioned pretty much everybody that I met. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. Um, Your Ugly Clone wants to know uh, if Nintendo contacted me for my permission to use the video. Did I answer that already? I had to sign something. Yeah, I think I said yeah, that so already. Uh, Wombat, he wants to know what you think of, what are you thinking, uh, World War Hulk? How's that going for you? You know, I'm waiting. I, I have been keeping up, so I know what's going on, but I actually haven't read anything yet because I'm waiting for the trades. Yep. But uh, I have to admit that I think. Uh, I think the Hulk has some pretty good uh, friends on his side, <laughs> right? And I and I think that it's about time that Iron Man got his comeuppance. But <laughs> I think the whole uh, Skrull invasion subplot may take over. And uh, my theory is is that they're going to have to join forces to stop the Skrulls. Very good. And and that's uh, that's really what's getting come down to. And I think Tony Stark's a Skrull. All right. Uh, here's another. Here's another so question from Pop Three One One. He said, if you didn't have a PS3, Wii, or 360, and you could only get one of the three, which one would you get based on what you've seen at this year's E3? Definitely got to go with a 360 if you're looking for immediate gratification. I mean, a lot of the stuff that that Sony has shown is not going to be out this year. Um, Some of it will be, of course, and some some big stuff is coming out for them, but... There's just so much coming on the 360 this year, um, and a lot of some of it's definitely you know multi-platform. But you combine the multi-platform stuff with their exclusives, and you've got you've got the win. I mean, by far, I think EA had the best show out of anybody. They had so many games that looked awesome that are coming out this year. But they're Dude. so gonna kill you on download chart. They may kill boss. you on the download charges, but look, you got you got Rock Band, you got Mercenaries, you got is Burnout coming out this year? It's got to be right. Uh, Probably Army of Two, um, Skate. Uh, it sounds like a move. It sounds like a game about poop, doesn't it? Army of Two. Army, <laughs> Army of Number Two. Yeah. Um, Crisis. I mean, there's just. The Half Life. I mean, all they have, they have so many games that are going to sell a million copies or more that aren't even their sports games. So by that has their, the potential to sell a million. Yeah, copies. but I think they will. I I I'm, I think they will. Okay, uh, let us see what else we got here. Yeah, so that's I would say Xbox 360 if you could only buy one. Although I will wait until they get the new systems out there. You know, don't wait yeah. a couple months. Okay, I mean, I think that's about it, right, Wombat? I mean, oh, so Javery H and Perky Nader both want to know about the booth babes. There were no booth babes. I mean, the game, Gamecock might have had some at their thing, but I didn't really, I, was, I just went to their party. I didn't really check out their games. Um, 
And I told you, Little Big Planet was the favorite game that I played at E3. Um, and the game that I was most impressed with. And the game I was least impressed with, I'm... I don't know. That's hard to say. But, I don't know. I guess I was most surprised that I wasn't impressed with Ratchet and Clank. Because I'm a big Ratchet and Clank yeah, fan. That makes know? me. That makes me sad. It's just, you know, it's Ratchet and Clank, but with, you know, better graphics. So there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, but it just... It just it surprised it me. It surprised me that I wasn't impressed with it. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. All right. There was no swag really to be to be had there. Uh, Gunnam wants to know about the swag. I did get a few shirts. I got a shirt from the Microsoft Community Party, and I got a few shirts from the Epileptic Gaming guys, which is great because I I need shirts. You know, I just can't buy. And I bought a tie in the airport, in the L.A. airport. Oh, so I got a new tie if I ever get back on Bloomberg or BBC. Nice. Is it look um, like a penis or something like that? No, I bought it in L.A. So why would it look like a penis? Why not? L.A. is they have penis. So yeah, going that's on what with L.A. Penis. is. That's what L.A. is known for. You didn't know that? It's a giant penis. Um, a giant penis tie. Yeah, Gunham. He Gunham also wants to know what I think about the future of E3. Um, I really f- feel like. They might not. This might be the last E3 for some reason. Like I just got that vibe, even though I thought it went really well. I don't know, like if it's worth it for these companies to to put forth this effort. Um, maybe they'll do it in Vegas. Uh, I've also heard that E for All might be canceled. The thing in uh, yeah, you know, in October in LA at the convention center. I heard that might be they might not have it, and that was just sort of left over from a contract that the ESA had with uh, the city of Santa Monica, city of LA. Hmm. So. We will see. Uh, MSU and a man wants to know what my favorite party was. Definitely the Microsoft Community Party. Um, they, they, Microsoft knows how to throw a good time. In Japan, they did not. Last year at Tokyo Game Show, it was so bad. It, like They didn't even serve alcohol. Uh, oh. I hope they don't do that again. And it was funny because on the way to Sony, um, I was talking to Ashcraft. Or maybe it was no, it was later. I guess it was later. It was after the E three after the Microsoft party. I was talking to Ashcraft from Kotaku and he's like, Oh, I wasn't going to the Microsoft party because the one in Japan was so bad last year. I've been That's to a, three Microsoft parties and they've all been a pretty good time. They've all been good. Yeah. Um All right. And last question. Uh Satan's Magic Hat says, uh after discussing the show between yourselves, do you think GPD learned more from going to the shows or Wombat just from reading all the websites and watching the trailers online? Uh, who learned more? I'd say I learned more. I'd say you learned more because you had more hands-on than I did. I mean, yeah. I got to play some crappy, you know, I, uh, playing the Bigs demo isn't going to give me any type of E3 experience. <laughs> watching, right. watching trailers that don't show any gameplay at all of Metal Gear Solid 4 and Resident Evil 5. Right. I mean, really, two years, two E3s, no gameplay footage to show anybody? I well, hate you today, all. today I think they're going to show some. So Yeah, maybe by the time this is on, and then I won't yeah. have anything to complain about anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, and he also, Satan's Magic Hat wants to know, uh, my real question is, is going to the show for information as big a part of it as just the experience? It's definitely the information, and so you know about the games that are coming out, so I can sort of speak intelligently about them if I'm you know doing a CAD cast or... You know, on a TV interview or something, but it's really, like I said, it's really about the people. This year, for the first time, it was really about the people and and getting together as an industry. You know, it's pretty amazing, like that. I can, like, I was even there, but it's just about meeting people. And I have to say, like, I was very touched, like this E three, like, 
people recognized me and, you know, I was able to just hang out with people and talk. Like, it's like one big happy family, Wombat. I wouldn't know. Well, you're in the family. You just weren't at the show. But, like, it's sort of like, I was, I got to admit, I was a little sad to, to leave this year. Usually, like, by the end, by the last day, I'm so ready to get the hell out of there. But this year, like, I was sad. I'm like, oh, my new friends that I met, like, I'm not going to see them again for, you know, for a long time. And, like, this is my only my only time. I've only been back to America twice since I moved here, and both were I know, free. No, you free. haven't been to New York at all. I haven't been to New York at all. I'm hoping I get to see a lot of these guys in Tokyo, but I know most of them won't be able to make it because it's just, you know, it's a big trip. Um, but I, you know, I had a great time at E3. Cool. And now I'm going to cry, Wombat. I can tell. Well, so ends our E3 post wrap up spectacular. Cool. Uh, I want to mention a couple things before we go. Yes. Uh, we are doing a new giveaway for Goosex. Yes, we are. Oh. And we are giving away, well, Goosex is giving away a PS3 Wombat. Really? Just for CAGs. Uh, you go to GooseX and you sign up and you enter in coupon code CAG-PS3. There's a, a banner ad on the front page of CheapAssGamer.com if you forget this, uh, what we're talking about. So win a PS3 and we're going to announce the winner will be selected at the end of this month. So you got a good chance of winning a PS3 if you sign up at GooseX.com, the video game trading website. It's G-O-O-Z-E-X.com. Wow, that's a good contest. Thorbon 3, maybe uh, <laughs> you could go for the double header. Yeah. Uh, I also want to remind everybody to dig us on Dig, of course. That is, God, oh, I don't even remember what our thing is because I haven't looked at it. By the way, we are rocking Dig, Wombat. We got I eight, saw. I haven't even been plugging it, really. 840 no. digs. So go to dig.com forward slash podcasts forward slash cadcasts. This could be the week that we break 900. I hope so. We really got to get the the cast word out there more. Yes, we we are growing. But you know, I've I've met, met you know, I talked about Nelson from Achievement Junkies. They got more listeners than we do, Wombat. No. They do. He's got 10,000 listeners. How come we don't? I don't know. They well, What is he, he doing? They do just Xbox 360, so they're sort of maybe more segmented so they can get you know they're more of a niche thing, so maybe that that's working for them. I'm sure they do a good show too. Um, I don't know. Maybe Major Nelson can have us on our show, and he can help us out get a few more. Yeah, listeners. we need some help. Um, so dig us, please, and check out my. You can check out my uh, E3 videos at youtube.com forward slash GPD. And that's it, Wombat. We almost are at two hours here. So I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll be back next week with the regular show. Regular awesome show, of course. Yes, awesome. And I don't know. That's about it. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets the special Sega Genesis fighting system. It comes with Streets of Rage 2. He saves $40. He gets more moves. He gets more control. Now things are pretty much okay. It's a chocolate chip. Say it. Say it. Take it, take it out!